The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast dedicated to fashion, the art of living well, and all things beauty. I'm your host, Dr. Shirley Madare, the founder of the Holistic Plastic Surgery Philosophy and your purveyor of this definitive source of living a beautiful life. In this podcast, I like to have intelligent and fun discussions around some of the things that move me with joy, and that means fashion, art, wellness, and the many faces of beauty. I like to keep it refreshing and real, educational but entertaining, scientific, and most definitely fabulous and fantastic. This week's episode is dedicated to emotionally driven entrepreneurship. The title of the episode is Model Citizen, the new face of compassionate success. This is my interview with Megan Blackwell. International runway and print model, Megan Blackwell has lived many lives. From runway and print model to minister, then celebrity massage therapist to healer, Megan's trajectory has led her to create a CBD and cannabis-infused line of products, Beso Wellness, for her clients and for the earth. Megan herself is a multicultural beauty whose modeling work has enabled her to travel the world. Her experiences abroad have informed her choices in formulating therapeutically-minded products. Her life story, thus far, is rich and replete with creativity, trials, tribulations, and ultimately, redemption. She joins me via Riverside FM today to discuss her calling, passions, purpose, and the art of healing. Megan, welcome to the Forever Fab podcast. Congratulations on all of your success, and thank you for becoming a member of this beautiful community. Thank you so much for the invitation, and I'm looking forward to, you know, diving deep into what makes people fabulous. Let's do a deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> you, you obviously know how to make people fabulous because you're one yourself. So you know what they say, it takes one to know one. So it's all about you, Megan. Let's go. Let's go in. All right. Perception is reality. That's right. There you go. So how has, um, I know you had a very artistic life from, from many different perspectives. How has art played a role in your life and your choice of career? Oh gosh. From, from the time that I could remember, um, you know, my grandmother was one of those amazing women who had 12 children. Wow. Um, my mother was the youngest And she was instrumental in teaching me about nature, 
um, picking fruit, mm. making jam with her, um, just getting into the, the natural uh, fundamentals of earth and healthy living. And I, I would say the natural remedies of everything from the common cold. It was just something that was ingrained in me from a young age to make your bread. And I still have all those old fashioned qualities that are, yeah. you know, really from my grandmother still, still in inside of me. And that's what kind of created all this creativity of being a musician, being yes. a chef yes. and doing all the things that, you know, even just doing makeup is creative, you yes. know, just taking, taking a, a look at yourself and enhancing yourself. So, Very you know, true. It's all in different ways. Well, you and I have that in common. We believe in enhancements. <laughs> That's right. Hey. I, I might use a needle and a scalpel, but I'm just saying, you know, enhancements nonetheless. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. So who, besides your grandmother, who was the other most influential person in your early life? Well, I, I would say for different reasons, um, you know, my parents, obviously, my yeah. mom and my dad. My mom is um, actually handicapped. She's uh, oh. hard of hearing. Okay. Which um, creates a quite, I would say, a, a, in the discernment of a, mm -hmm. a, with a child when your parent is, is hard of hearing, you're very aware. Yes. Um, you have to kind of almost have that discernment for them. Yes. You know, yes. so just uh, my, my, both my parents were just incredibly, uh, they're like hippie chic, basically. My mom, my mom is uh, a, a jewelry designer and my father Ooh. was a musician. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah. You were surrounded it, by beauty. Just a lot of it. And, and being a Libra on top of it, Libras yes. love beautiful things, the balance. Yes. All of the travels that um, that I was exposed to, not only just because of of uh, my mom being French Canadian, my father being uh, American Indian, wow. indigenous people. Yes. Um, there was just a lot, a lot to uh, to to appreciate. to live. Yeah, and appreciate exactly. That's amazing. That is absolutely fantastic. So. I love that you use the word discernment because, frankly, part of my tagline in my plastic surgery practice is holistic plastic surgery, person before procedure, because plastic surgery is for the discerning. So I love that you use the word discerning. That's very cool. And as a model, you mentioned traveling, and you obviously traveled internationally as a model. What did the traveling or and the modeling industry teach you that you actually use today? Oh my gosh. Well, first of <laughs> all, first of all, love is the highest vibration. Yes. Doesn't matter where you live, where you go, what language is spoken. If you have the vibration of love, you're going to attach and, and people are going to gravitate towards you. So I did a lot of traveling with modeling, but I also was the gypsy, the gypsy, uh, you know, lifestyle of an NBA basketball player and living, uh, living, you know, playing uh, everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I think the, the traveling and going to different 
ceremonial, I think I was always kind of my quest, just mm-hmm. kind of doing the spiritual analyzations yeah. of each place that I lived at. Yeah. It gave me a, a real discernment, even for different religions. I think it was just, it was, it was intended for me to go through all of the things that I went through in, in all these different places um, to spiritually explore um, and also homeopathically explore. I mean, I saw 25 years ago the Eastern medicine coming to the Western world. I saw that. And then in 2014 is when I actually went back to school for kinesiology. Oh, wow. um, So I was always, you know, four four college athletes and then I've got the NBA husband. But it was it was really my quest for my own healing. Yes. That led me to going back to school because I had so much pain in my body um, that I couldn't separate and learn how to separate through the mind first. Like just recognizing where the pain is. I mean, you you pretty much know that it comes from a root. Yes, absolutely. Once I I discovered how to get that pain out of the body, I had to do it for other people. Love is the highest vibration. Love is the highest vibration. Now, speaking of other people and the NBA, um, we're going to have to talk about the NBA thing a little later because I have a cousin who plays in the NBA, and I think it's a very fascinating ecosystem, to say the least. Yes, (laughs) But aside from that, um, you were married to a man who helped you to hone your interest in massage therapy. Now, how did that relationship or other relationships deepen your passion for this healing modality? You said you have children who are also athletes. Was it that collective that helped you to realize, oh, yeah, I'm a healer? Well, it, it, yeah, it, it basically, um, you know, working, working with, with natural pain remedies is, is, was the, the intention. It's like, you know... I, I watched my husband at 55 look, my ex-husband, just hunched over. Mm. They, you know, they beat their bodies. Yeah. But yet it was so exciting for me to work with someone that mentally has gone outside of their body to just deal with pain. Wow. So yeah. I'm just like, this person right here has the ability. So when I started working, you know, my son was, was primarily my guinea pig. It was <laughs> 900 Love is the highest away. vibration. <laughs> exactly. So he's a big guy, 6'6", six, six, wow. you know, he's a big guy. Yeah. And just working, working with him um, and, and uh, trying to make sure that he didn't have the same issues as his dad. And then just going even broader, like how many people can I affect with a natural pain relief? Yeah. And I am a huge advocate of homeopathy. I also studied homeopathy and I use it as a complement to, you know, traditional Western medicines. And I think it's pretty amazing stuff. So kudos to you. Now Mm -hmm. let's, let's go to church. All right. (laughs) Let's go to church, sister. Are you... More of a religious woman or a spiritual woman, or do you use them as a hybrid? And what's the difference for you? <sighs> well, let's let's go. Well, first of all, uh, let's let's say in uh, I think it was two nineteen eighty nine. I went mm-hmm. to seminary for three years. I was what? actually yeah. So I was an ordained minister. <laughs> oh my so, god. 
that's I'm trying to tell you the pathway of of how I got to where I got to now is is pretty remarkable. But yes, you know, for for some time um, when there's a calling for that, when you actually feel like there's some something out outside of you that is is being called to help people to address their own personal relationship with God, that was probably the happiest time. But when that monument mm-hmm. is built into a man, yeah. that's where the separation of religion and spirituality, because it's your own personal walk that yeah. you have to have. And yeah. so it's, it's no longer about calling somebody to where they're supposed to be. It's being the example. It's, right. it's being happy. It's being centered. It's being, you know, that person that you're, you're telling someone else to be, you have to, to become that person. So, so it's like, I would say I'm definitely more spiritual in my thinking than I yes. am on a, uh, a task orientation. Got it. Of, Got it. Of, you know, what, what you're supposed to do It's again, it's all about the vibration. Understood. And so yeah. it sounds yeah. as if what the journey that you've had, at least at that point, was not only to help heal others, but to heal yourself because that journey and the experiences served as a mirror for you to see yourself so you can heal yourself. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, and when I, when I came out of you know, teaching and preaching, that was 12 years of my life living from India to Johannesburg to Egypt wow. to Turkey. I mean, the things that I've seen and the places that I visit, uh, I'm so blessed. Yeah. Like truly, I mean, that's how come I, I personally got into to massage is because I went to a, a Chinese orphanage and I saw just the cytochromastinoid right yeah. here was the only thing that the babies could even move these little mm. baby girls because yeah. they were just giving away. And I thought wow. without human touch, we could die. Yeah, we don't grow. Yeah, we don't grow. So, touches in, and so instead of me preaching the word and just being verbal, I wanted to go as far away from it as I could and put my hands on people yeah. and touch through love. And that's so the, so that's the the products. It's all about the intention. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the products. So, at one point in your life, you had it all, and then you lost it all. How did you develop the strength and the resilience to find yourself again and then have it all again? <laughs> uh, I would say that again, it's it's about you know the intention of what I have done. What my intention is to create the same thing. If you're open to it, that I've been healed, you can be healed. It's it's as simple as that. Just wanting people to have the blessing. So falling, um, I, I had one one time a client. I just I cried after she said it. She said, "You know, you've you've gone so far in pain to come up out of it yeah. to give other people the insight." And, you know, the, the pain was worth it because on, if you come out on the other side, then you can, you can inspire. That's right. You can and inspire. Now, speaking of inspiration, let's talk about your products. What inspired you or motivated you to create this line of CBD infused products? Oh, well, I, I would say the, the, the most, 
the most important thing was that whatever resonated with me, whatever, like when I lived in Lebanon, I was like this sandalwood that is spoken mm. eloquently. I all love over. sandalwood. Oh, it's such a beautiful smell. And it, and it gives, um, it preserves. And who doesn't want to have that? preservation in the life so everything oh. <laughs> is pretty much ceremonially like all the the oils that are in there was something that resonated or something that's spiritually frankincense and myrrh or you know all of, all these things that resonated with with me um i just put into a big pot so so it was like when i was small going back to you know with my grandmother there's a there's an article actually that the the PR firm bless them uh, yes. wrote about the big spoon because it was always something that was always I was yeah. always creating yeah yes. and so the products are really if people that know me know I've always had frankincense and myrrh yes. in, in the air I've just always kind of had these these smells that I just am attracted to and for whatever reason, healing properties. So that's what it started was the oils that resonated. Yes. And then uh, cannabis has just always been such a healing plant. Yeah. And then of course being uh, uh, as a minister, right? Uh, it, was, it was taboo. Of course. It was not something that so I just kind of waited. I always felt like, you know, there's a glass of wine and then there's some cannabis. You know, what what's really the difference other than the legalities of it? And so once those legalities really opened up, I was like, yeah. it's it's my opportunity to really try to create something where I can see the pain is out yeah. and uh, it resonates. So. Your products then, are they CBD infused or are they cannabis infused or combination? Combination. So, okay. um, yeah. So basically um, what I wanted to do was cre create the, the products um, in all different SKUs. So there is a balance of THC, mm -hmm. cannabinoids, there's CBD, and then there's, there's hemp. Hemp. Okay. That's fantastic. So we can only, obviously you can only sell and therefore people can only purchase the cannabis infused products in those states where cannabis is, has been legalized. Exactly. So just here in the state of California is where, is where we're, we're located. You might get, got it. Yep. You might get a lot of people flying to California. <laughs> That's it. Oh, come on. Let's get a treatment in. Let's, let's get it in. Now, do you still perform massage therapy now that you are? No. Absolutely. Like that's my, that's, that's my end goal here. The products are absolutely the intention, but it's all about creating the, the products were for mind, body, and spirit centering. Mm -hmm. So I use literally the hair and cocktail for the mind, the relaxation, you know, it's for the times right now we're dealing with anxiety. Oh my we're dealing gosh. With depression. We're dealing with isolation. So these, these products help to take a, take a moment to just look at where am I, how am I breathing? Yeah. How am I relaxed? Cause the body only heals when it's asleep, right? So when we're at the most relaxed moment of our time is when our body regenerates. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's what my, that's what I, I work really hard in getting a client to relax enough in their mind. They're breathing, and then all this 
stuff is just like in four minutes, you can literally see the fascia just relaxing. Wow. Once you can get in there, you know, we have seven layers of skin. So once you get into that deep tissue, mm-hmm. that's when you're touching those cells yep. that go back to the brain that tells you, oh my gosh, I might have a chip on my shoulder. Yes, I might be. So let me figure out how to get that pain out of the body. Yes. Yes. So. That's that's sort of next level massage. I mean, admittedly, when I go to on vacation, which hasn't been in a few years now, but when I go on vacation, you know, you go to the spa, you get the massage. This what you're describing sounds like next level stuff. Like, yes, I'm getting a massage, I'm taking the knots out, I'm relieving stress and tension, but you're going sort of like deeper level to to try to bring about an emotional release and understanding and an awareness and maybe a a touch point for healing. So that's sort of next level massage therapy. Yeah, bingo. So that that's the intention. So when I started uh, working in these amazing cannabis events that we started, uh, I think it was 2016, and we would rent large uh, estates, large mansions, and we wow. would have what we would call cannabis balls. Now, when I lived in Egypt 35 mm-hmm. years ago, wow. I saw this cannabis leaf yeah. on the hieroglyphs. And I was like, wow. is that really interesting? Is that really, is that really there? So um, when the regular the, the legalization at the at the time, it was you would have all these vendors mm. that were just creating and creating. It was so awesome to see all these people coming together with tinctures and mm. drinks and smoothies and facials and nails and so much product. Um, this is California. Right. And so I just thought, well, I really want to go into the wellness aspect of not just getting high, not just yeah. getting plastered, yeah. but really yeah. how the cellular repair can happen. Love and that. so when we started these pro- these these events, um, I couldn't find a product for a seven foot two guy <laughs> that I could start at the top. Yes. Come all the way down to the feet, and you know, 90 minutes later, and the product would be consi- you know, just flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Just silky smooth. And so that's. And smell delicious. uh, Smell uh, amazing. You know, because if you put all your senses, you know, our skin shows our journey in life. Absolutely. It's like, okay, how, yeah, you can tell if a person is, you know, how they eat. That, that is, that, you gotta, uh, they can hear. Um, Yeah, so the, the products, um, were about the consistency and the flow. I would say that was so important. Yeah, it's been it's been absolutely amazing. And it's been the clients that I've listened to to go. Is there too much of this, too much of that? Mm -hmm. So it's been a process of kind of like a chef. Yeah, yeah. A A communal, a communal and loving process. Yep, exactly. You've just listened to part one of Forever Fab podcast. Please stay tuned for part two coming up next.